Hi, you've tuned into Money Honey Media. Today we're covering off on yet more changes to the stimulus packages. Joe and I caught up with Deanne and Melissa, two very important members of the Jigsaw team. Over Zoom, we had a discussion about the changes to JobKeeper 1.0, the key dates that we need to adhere to, and crucial information for those of you who may be registered for the program as employers. For further information, check out the links in the show notes or tune into the Facebook feeds for Money Honey Media. Thanks so much. Hi, you've tuned in to Money Honey Media and today we're doing a bit of a quick weird episode on changes to JobKeeper 1.0. You're joining me, Nicole McCabe, uh, Joanne McCauley and special guest, Dee. (laughs) Guys, do you want we've to say hi? We've also got Mel there as well. So we've got a bit of jigsaw girl power going on here. So we thought we'd have a bit of a group discussion about JobKeeper 1.0 changes or 1.2 or 2.1. I don't even know what it was called anymore. Totally lost with this. So, uh, yeah. So hi, D. Hi, Mel. Hi, um, okay. So we're sitting here waiting for the JobKeeper 2.0 to go through Parliament at the moment. And uh, we were about about to try and put together a webinar for everyone to explain what was going on with it and just decided that rather than do that and then get it all wrong because it gets changed again and again, we would just talk to you about what's probably the most urgent thing at the moment, which is the changes to the employee eligibility to the current job keeper that is going on. So I'd I'm going to sort of ask a few questions and get you guys to jump in and say what you think about it. Um, I might start with Dee because Dee is our payroll expert at Jigsaw and uh, this is all about payroll. So when does the new changes kick in, Dee? Can you just give us a quick brief update of what's going on? It's as of the 3rd of August and the eligibility is from the 1st of July now, not from March. March. (laughs) No, that's right. So uh, so what that means is those of you who are already in JobKeeper uh, need to actually retest your employees to see if you have anyone new eligible. And uh, Nick, do you just want to explain why that's really important that they get that right right now? So um, there's a couple of reasons that's really important. JobKeeper itself has functioned as a one-in-all-in program from the commencement. So that means if you have one employee that's eligible and you've enrolled for the program, uh, if you have any new additions under changes to legislation, we've got to get everybody on the books. The second reason it's important is obviously you can receive a subsidy for these employees who are being added. So really worth running through and checking changes to people who may have been casuals at the time and hadn't reached the casual requirements of being engaged for longer than 12 months. You may have taken on new staff, uh, before 1 July, so any new staff additions, or you may have had some changes to your employee engagements. So if they've changed from casual to part-time or permanent full-time, they'll need to be considered for the program. So, Joe, I think that covers a lot. Yeah, so just just with the um, employees who've come on from the 1st of March, to be eligible, they have to have actually they actually need to be part-time or, or permanent. Like they can't be casual. So Mel, do you just want to talk a little bit about the casual tests? Like as in, do you do you want to? You look a little bit stunned there that I'm asking you a question. Planning <laughs> 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 on being a silent contributor. <laughs> oh no, we need your voice in here too, Mel. So, so yeah, just a little bit about what constitute 
you know, that it has to be a full year of being a casual. So. Oh, yes. So they have to be, if you're a casual, they have to be employed as a casual for the full 12-month period. Um, if you wanted to add. But one thing I, I think maybe um, we could reiterate is do they need to retest the previous employees? So I don't know whether you wanted just to let them know they don't. Oh, no, well, that's they will ask letting them the know question. that we don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just in case people are out there going, well, do we have to redo, re- retest those employees? Well, no, you don't. No, we don't. So, okay, so let's assume that we have found that we have got some new people who are eligible. Um, Dee, what would you be suggesting to the um, people to do with those people to make sure that they do get the JobKeeper for them? Um, first of all, they have to send out the nomination form and they have to fill that in and just checking that maybe if they've got another job, are they receiving it anywhere else, the job keeper? Um, if they are, should they be? Um, and then just having a look on the payroll, what they've been paid to, do they need a top up? And the fact that in the payroll, they need to start them. So they need to select a fortnight to start that employee, new employee from. Okay, and that fortnight would have to be fortnight 10 10 or onwards that's correct so if it might be that they are eligible but they aren't eligible for fortnight 10 for some reason so we have an example that we were talking about today where there's a staff member who was has two jobs and they've actually moved over to a full-time job but they were getting JobKeeper from their part-time job. Now, they need to actually get it on their full-time job, but we need to make sure that the part-time job has stopped getting JobKeeper because you can't get it twice, can you? No, you can't. That's right. So when do we have to pay the top up by? By the 31st of August, That's right. That's right. So we need to make sure that if there's a top-up payment, it is in the employee's hands by the 31st of August which is next Monday. So that gives us not a a huge amount of time. (laughs) Now, it actually, uh, there has been something put up on the ATO website about the fact that they need to have actually nominated that they wanted to have to be getting this within seven days of that of the period so there's some little bit of issues there but I would think if you have decided that someone is eligible for JobKeeper and they have filled out the form and you have paid them by the 31st of August and everything seems to be going through okay I would imagine that that will be sufficient for you to get that JobKeeper for fortnight 10 and and beyond. Nick, have you got something else you want to add or anything else? Because I tend to take over a little. (laughs) No, I was probably just going to do a recap summary of everything that Dee and Mel said quite well. So Mm -hmm. welcome to Changes to JobKeeper 1.0. So this is the program that concludes on the 27th of September 2020. We have a new potential for employee additions. So if you are currently receiving JobKeeper or maybe eligible for JobKeeper, have a look through any new employee additions from 1 July on the books. So they had to start before 1 July, be on the books at 1 July. Make sure that they are or are not eligible. If they are eligible, have them fill out a new JobKeeper nomination form to be submitted and held on record. Then make sure your payroll software is updated to indicate from fortnight 10 that they will be receiving the payment and do a quick cross-check to make sure that they've received a minimum of 1500 gross the fortnight ending. Ooh, if someone can chuck me the fortnight ending, I might just have to edit this back out. 
Uh, oh, job keeper key dates. Uh, Fortnite tend ends on the 16th of August. Perfect. So make sure that we've updated them for the conclusion of the August fortnights before the 31st of August 2020. So the cash needs to be in their hands. Remember, your bank cutoff will change depending on who you bank with. So get that all sorted. And if you have any questions at all, as always, get in touch with a tax agent. Uh, we are a tour de force at Jigsaw Tax and Advisory, but that doesn't mean that you're in this alone. So reach out to your tax agent if you have any questions on the program. Um, Joe, I think that's it. D, Mel? Yeah, anything? I just wanted to add one thing because <laughs> I did go. have one. Sorry, because I've always got something to add. I, as my husband says, I always have to have the last word. Uh, but one thing I just want to remind you is that all of the criteria that applied before is exactly the same. So they still can't get it if they're not a permanent resident or a, an Australian citizen or someone from New Zealand on that special visa, which number I completely cannot think of right now. But effectively, if you're a student that's over here on a student visa or something like that, you're not going to, they're not going to be eligible for JobKeeper. So just remember that if you're not sure, go back to the original rules and read them and make sure that you're giving it to the right people, not to someone who potentially isn't eligible for it because you might get caught out on that. So that's all I have to say. Thank you, Mel and Dee, for joining us today. Much appreciated, guys. Thank you. No worries. Thank you. So, and we'll be back with more soon, I'm sure. <laughs> in summary, confusing program. But, um, just yeah. keeps on changing. So <laughs> Every time. All right, guys. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we will catch you next time. Whilst it can feel like it, this podcast isn't all about COVID. This certainly isn't the end of stimulus support changes, and we've found ourselves operating in a significantly different environment to when the podcast began. Whilst we may be JobKeeper heavy at this point, keep tuning in for more interviews, quick tips, and business-based knowledge delivered free to your ears via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Buzzsprout. We'd like to take a moment to thank Jigsaw Tax and Advisory, our constant think tank of brilliant accountants who specialise in more than just tax. You can find out more about them at jigsawtaxandadvisory.com.au. As always, we'd also like to extend our thanks to Joel, our underpaid production guru. And if you want to learn more, check out Money Honey Media Presents on Facebook or join the private Facebook group, Tradywags slash Money Honey. We'll catch you next time.